Hey guys, this is Rachel back again with the Rebel Groundbreakers podcast, and we are on episode 3, which will cover the importance of prioritizing sleep before studying. Okay, so it's midterm week and you have three exams, a lab practical, and an essay due. You've been stressing about all your work since the professors explained everything during syllabus week, but the week's caught up to you and you're just now getting started. Most experienced students tell you they stayed up till all hours during midterms with a coffee in one hand and a bang energy drink in the other, but this doesn't sound like fun to you. At the same time, you feel a heavy weight because you procrastinated in every class and now you feel like it's time to cram. So what do you do? I'll be the first to tell you that it's not worth losing sleep over. Sleep is imperative, especially in college students, and it's ironic that sleep is so neglected during one's collegiate years. In fact, a study published in the Behavioral Sleep Medicine Journal researched the effects of energy drinks and binge drinking in college students. The results of the study indicated that students who consumed energy drinks consequently self-reported to have had greater next-day tiredness, along with lower sleep quality and quantity. Speaking for myself, I am not the typical student who stays up for endless hours to prepare for an exam that I wasn't already prepared for. If I don't know the information by now, I'm not going to memorize it all in a day. And being overly exhausted the next day is the worst way to go into an exam. I think it's important to bring up another study I found on the significance of sleep during times of heightened schoolwork called the 8-hour sleep challenge during final exams week. This is a special study because the researcher collaborated with professors in the school to allow students an incentive for getting 8 or more hours of sleep during finals week. The incentive was extra credit. In the article, the author also highlights that 60% of college students observed were classified as poor quality sleepers. It was also noted that daytime napping was more common during times of exams, as opposed to regular restful nights. From the results of this study, we can gather that unintentional napping is likely to happen when we're sleep deprived. Sleep deprivation is too common when we are focused and in the zone of getting schoolwork done. In terms of the motivation behind this sleep challenge, I'm sure we'd all be encouraged to sleep more if we were offered extra credit. We can clearly see the message behind the results of this study serves for itself. When students are enticed to get the recommended amount of sleep, they are more conscious about working thoroughly in the daytime. You can apply this to your own studying techniques and study more efficiently without losing sleep over a stressful week of exams and assignments, which we will cover in future podcasts. Your sleep regimen is reflective of your health and the last thing you want to do is put your health on the back burner for a single test. Of course, I'm speaking from my own opinion, but my own health is the most valuable asset that I have and I refuse to jeopardize that. I think it's important to view your health and well-being with high regard as well. For my own sleep routine, I go to bed fairly early and wake up early as well. I know not many people can fall asleep at 10 and wake up without an alarm at 6 a.m. every day like me. But sleeping literally takes practice and sleep hygiene is very important. Even though I'm responsible about going to sleep and waking at regular times, I've struggled with staying asleep during weeks where I have a lot on my plate. My mind is constantly running and chasing a white tiger and it's hard to shut it off at night because I'm thinking and maybe stressed about what's next.
Not to mention, I spend a little too much time on my phone before bed, and both the smartphone and TV light stimulates your brain to believe it's time to stay up when it's not. Physiologically, we know that melatonin is the hormone responsible for sleep latency, in other words, how fast we fall asleep. When we're exposed to blue light through electronic devices late at night, it suppresses our melatonin production, thus making it harder to sleep. Another strategy to improve sleep quality is to go outside and increase your exposure to sunlight in a healthy manner. Even opening the windows when you initially wake up stimulates your brain to recognize that it's daytime, so this reinforces your circadian rhythm. Our natural circadian rhythm is to be wakeful and productive during the day and asleep at night. These are all factors of sleep hygiene and it's important that you clear your environment of anything that might be getting in the way of your sleep. So create a separate space for your homework and studying, that way your body understands that your bedroom is a space to relax and wind down. Other important habits include turning off your phone, or perhaps on do not disturb, dimming the lights when it gets close to bedtime, or going without caffeine so your body is running on its natural energy sources throughout the day. These are all important factors of sleep hygiene. As far as naps go, we can be tired in the middle of the day, but sometimes it's best to keep pushing along and getting things done before we need to take a rest. I know many people take two or three hour naps and then wake up in the middle of the night to study, which we now know is not the most beneficial. I personally don't ever take naps because I find that it keeps me up all night. I'd rather just get everything done during the day and allow my body to naturally experience tiredness or work through the day's motions without caffeine. We all have personal preferences and need our fix of coffee and energy at times, and that's okay too. If you're the person who relies heavily on caffeine throughout the day, maybe try weaning off gradually. Use it as a boost and don't overuse. It's most important to be aware of how your body is responding to what you are putting in it and when you feel more or less energetic, especially when you're working hard in school. So I'm glad you haven't fallen asleep by now, and I thank you for listening to the whole episode. Remember that sleep is one of the most essential things you can give to your body, and it must be a staple in your primary routine. Be mindful of how efficiently you work during the day to get your assignments done, and make sure to detox your environment so it fits your sleep regimen. Think of creating a sleep sanctuary separate from your studies. The main thing is sleep. Sleep before studying, and when you sleep, you succeed. Here at UNLV, we are groundbreakers, paving new ground, sleeping, and making our mark.